Think about it. Everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on uncensored tonight. Nice clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited like a dirty thought in a nice clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white bread land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? Hey. <laughs> How you guys doing? Uh, you're looking live at uh, the foxhole.app, which I was desperately trying to get to connect. Um, and it's it looks like it didn't uh, didn't connect. Um, so I was working to try to get that uh, rectified. But in the meantime, we'll get that fixed out. I might have to reset the stream. Uh, so I am working in the background to try to get that fixed. And it looks like it's still struggling. Uh, let me try something here in a moment. Check out the foxhole.app. Do me a favor. <laughs> help spread the word and check out the foxhole.app when you guys get time. Uh, help support those guys. And I, I, I see you guys over there in chat, so maybe it is connecting for some, and mine's just a little bit slow. So I'll give that a second to connect. Uh, check out this website, uncensoredabe.com. You can find out the recent uh, uh, shows that we did. Yesterday's show with Jim Watkins was a lot of fun. If you missed that, uh, I suggest you watch it. It's pretty good. Uh, also, where you can find us on the podcast, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, uh, Google Podcasts, really everywhere. Just search Brothers Uncensored on your device under podcast, and you will find us. And you can always catch the show if you can't catch it live. Uh, also, if you're uh, a, a member of Patreon or you've supported the show in any way, I would like to send you a free gift if you're comfortable with me uh, putting your address uh, in a temporary, not really a database, but just using it to send you something. And then I'll, I'll rechange this so that you can just submit your email address in the future for the newsletter that is under construction right now. Foxhole, Twitch, YouTube hates us, screw them, DLive, CloudHub, Tiger Network, all, all spots where you can find us. The blog is where you can find recent articles. Finally, uh, Cash App, Patreon, PayPal. That is how you can help support us. We do need your help. If you can, help keep the lights on. We really do appreciate it. If you can't, that's fine, too. Just help me do me a favor. Help spread the word about the show. Help spread the word about the Foxhole. Help spread the word about Tiger Network, alternate platforms that are trying to help free speech. Spread the word about what we're trying to do here. If you become a Patreon, you can join our, our private Discord and get access to exclusive show content and other good stuff that is uh, in our Discord, as well as helping us with research. With that, I want to welcome my bro Joe into the house. Joe, how are you today? What's good, bro? What's up, man? Happy Thursday. Glad to be here. Uh, yeah, obviously, I see it looks like um, everyone's in chat chatting, but I don't see uh, it open to either, brother. So hopefully you can work on behind the scenes. But I do uh, see everyone else in the other chats. Kristen33, Amy, Joe, good to see you. Knock my socks off. Good to see you as well. Over in Foxhole, I see Suki. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic today. Uh, Subpack Vet, good to see you, Cage Farmer out there as well. Slide Park 2020, tons and tons. Dolphin, good to see you, 72, awesome. And uh, everyone else out there yesterday, like you said, man, 
um, you know, surprise uh, interview with Jim Watkins. And I, I was completely unprepared. Um, I thought the interview went uh, pretty well. I thought it was hilarious. I think he's great. Um, I love the stories that he told. I love the jokes that he told. Um, it was awesome, man. I, I thought it went really good. So, yeah, hopefully if you guys didn't get a chance to see it, uh, definitely go and check it out. It was great. It was a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I love Jim. You guys know that. I'm a huge fan of uh, of him and his son, and I think he, I think everything about Jim is displayed by uh, his son, who is a very honorable man, and uh, that says a lot about him. All right, guys, uh, do me a favor, refresh Foxhole, and you should be able to see the stream now. I uh, just needed to re to retoggle that. I just wanted to make sure before I did something that ended up uh, making it worse. So we're good to go. Thank you to the to the uh, Foxhole team. Man, without you guys and having that kind of direct line on a, on a situation like that, there's just nothing like it, man. It's it's so special, and you guys are so special, and I really appreciate all the hard work that you guys and the Foxhole team uh, have been putting into this platform and helping to to lift us up, too. I mean, it's been just a, a hand-in-glove, awesome uh, relationship with those guys, and I really do appreciate them very much. If you can, do me a favor. Uh, support us through Foxhole.app. Support those guys. Buy them a cup of coffee once a month, and, uh, and, and that's really what um, – will help us. That's we vote with our wallets. That's how we do it, man. Uh, t- take all your money out of D Live and go put it into uh, alternate platforms like those. All right, Joe. We have like th- uh, I don't know three days worth of news. Um, <laughs> I got like twenty articles up. I got all kinds of stuff going on. I know you do too. So I'm kind of thinking like, well, let's just friggin' rapid fire the whole friggin' show, dude. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got 22 or something articles as well because we didn't get a chance to cover stuff from yesterday. So, yeah, I'm with you, man. Let's hop back and forth. Sounds good. I want to say a special hello to Subpack Vet. Amy Joe. thank you. God bless you for all you do. Meth is, uh, thank you for the kind words this morning, brother. I, I missed it, but I did hear it. Uh, I hear I hear from the, the teams that uh, you uh, lifted us up again this morning. I appreciate you very much, Methods. God bless you, brother. Yeah, I hope you're doing you well. There, brother. Yep, good to see you out there, Methods. Hope all is well. AOC, good to see you, brother. Yeah, uh, he got to call in yesterday and, and be part of the show. Appreciate that call, AOC. Uh, Tor- Toria and uh, Chris and our, uh, our our Twitch fam is in the house, too, just hanging out. Uh, God bless you all as well. Thank you guys over there on Twitch. Appreciate you guys as well as everyone else who is checking out uh, the show here today. Do me a favor. Drop the link somewhere. Say, hey, check these guys out. You might want to watch this. Uh, don't tell me you might learn something because, man, I've been getting slammed for my my smart-ass attitude lately. i got to check it, I guess. I'm a little bit out of control. <laughs> nah. No, no way. Pushing the envelope? Not at all. Man, I just try to they get don't... people to think. It's it's when, when you challenge what people believe with with good arguments, you we're still so in our own, our own camps that we're so – we're so tied into our beliefs that we refuse to allow any kind of outside argument to that's especially that's a relevant argument to, to come into our equation. And it, and it becomes like a, a you're attacking me thing. I just, man, I, I wish we could get away with that. I wish we could just disagree on a topic and move on. I, I it's, it's shocking to me um, how, how we are still so divided in that way, bro. No, I definitely agree. And, you know, you know, more than anything, I, I've dealt with that, too, as well, uh, on a different level, of course. But 
Yeah, it's it's just one of those things where all you really want is open dialogue. And if you challenge somebody, you know, it's it's immediate pushback. It's immediately, why are you attacking me? That's what liberals do, blah, 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 blah. It's it's the same old shit. It's like, really, can't you just have an open conversation with somebody and agree to disagree? Is it does it really take that much to 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 say that? You there, know, there I are mean, some there is so much garbage that is shared right now, and I get so fucking frustrated, dude. There's there is so much important news during the day that that I'm like, man, did you see this? And nobody even blinks an eye at it. I'm just like, what the fuck? How can you not see how important of a story that is? Meanwhile, you're talking about what Field McConnell said before he went to jail for endangering a child. It's like I don't, I don't get it, dude. I don't. How can it? People know how wrap-up smears work. They know how the the smear campaign works. Anybody who helped Trump is going to get destroyed by the mainstream media and the cohorts behind the scenes that play these little games with people like Phil McConnell. You know, define controlled opposition for once. And, and that's that's what controlled opposition is. It's planning stories in people's minds using garbage sources that even the mainstream media won't touch. You know why the mainstream media didn't didn't touch the Pence is a pedophile mo- story? Because they sourced it to a freaking moron that had that made it all up. They discredited the, the the source. That's why the mainstream media didn't report on it. But you you can't talk about that. It, People are convinced that Pence is a pedophile and that President Trump selected a pedophile as his vice president. I can't fix that. I can't fix that. All I can all I can say is respectfully disagree. And I mean, you know, this came up today because Pence signed a four million dollar book deal. How much did do you remember how much uh, uh, Obama got? Was it 20 million? At least I don't even remember, but it was a ton. It was it was at least twenty million, I think. That is what what Obama got. Now that's how the kickback scheme works. Pay for play skip, kickback scheme works. A four million dollar book deal, I, you know, a New York Times authors get get that amount. I mean, that's and so all of a sudden Pence is uh, sixty five million. Sixty five million. Okay, I knew it was a massive <laughs> amount of money. Obama's land sixty five million dollar joint book deal, largest but, payment ever. But now ever. they compare that to to to. To Pence getting a four million dollar deal, is the difference not obvious to you? What the difference is in that, and somehow it's Pence's fault because uh, a national book uh, uh, publisher offered him a deal. It's like he's supposed to be like, "Hey, no, that's a little bit too much. I think I'll just take one mil. Now that's that's plenty." After giving up four years of his life and, and losing, how much did uh, uh, Trump lose in money? Over a billion dollars, more than four years of his life. Yeah, but four years in the White House. I mean, he he was attacked before that. I, I just, it's just frustrating to me because I, I love people and I respect people and I can respectfully disagree, but I and, and and I do I don't necessarily always go the best way about it. I'm a smartass, so it pisses people off. That's fine. Forget me being a smartass. Just listen to the argument and fucking go. Yeah, I I really don't want Kamala Harris deciding which which electors to select. Hell no. I, I really no. don't want that. Nope. Hey, Sergeant Spark, he said he brought his pencil. Should he sharpen it? I'm just, I just, I love, I love my fam. I love everybody out there. If you're listening, I love you guys. I I don't, I don't, uh, being confrontational is, is a very fine line between voicing your opinion and people trying to silence your opinion because of it disagrees with the consensus. 
I, I've experienced that my whole freaking life. I've always thought outside the box. I'm always a different thinker, and I've always experienced that. It drives me nuts. I well, we'll just we'll just discredit and silence them rather than than try to listen to an, an argument that's different than what you believe. I, I it just I can't figure it out, bro. And I just hope that um, we can just uh, you know we can all work towards agreeing to mi- disagree and also agree that very few of us really know what the hell's going on. So speaking in absolutes in this world is just i i just think it's a it's an exercise in futility as as i've heard uh one of my favorite uh movies of all time <laughs> uh the, the the nice woman who uh was in that movie all right i forgot it um let's get to some of the news of the day go ahead uh today the top story that that uh, i wanted to talk about is well bloomberg had an ist- interesting story this morning <laughs> Bloomberg was arguing very, rather profusely. I mean, you know how how, how uh, elites argue profusely, right? Uh, my dear, I don't think that's correct. Uh, or smart-ass comments as well. But Kirsten Gillibrand says the quiet part about Joe Biden's infrastructure plan out loud. I want to talk a little bit about this. We've talked a little bit about this, but I want to spend a, a, just a quick uh, five minutes on this. Kirsten Gillibrand tr- treated, tweeted this out. Paid leave is infrastructure. Child care is infrastructure. Caregiving is infrastructure. Kickback to state. I'll add kickbacks to states is infrastructure. Uh, you know, special projects uh, is infrastructure. Earmarks so you can uh, tell your your constituents you did something. That's infrastructure. Uh, college uh, p- payments and bailouts. That's infrastructure. So we know what's in this bill, and what's in this bill was. $2.25 trillion of, of taxes and spending in an economy that is screaming about debt. Um, and so I can't figure it out. It's, 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 it's as if they don't care, as if they don't care about the debt. And actually, they don't. They just print more money, and they'll figure it out sooner or later. Um, but what's interesting about this infrastructure deal is the plan called for uh, Trump's uh, tax cuts, corporate tax cuts, to be rolled back. And it was going to raise them uh, to 28% from the current 21% where uh, President Trump sent it to in 2017. That has enabled what is currently the largest boom in the world and is the envy of the, the economy is an envy of the world thanks to President Trump's tax policies. And they want to mess with it. Of course they do. What's mm-hmm. interesting is is that, that that amount of money will cover next to next to nothing. It's it's a drop in the bucket compared to what what they need to cover the spending. What's interesting is uh, Bloomberg had this argument said the reality is the far left of the party does not have the power the media makes them out to be. I thought that was an uh, an ex- an amazing statement coming from Bloomberg. Basically what they're telling everyone is is the radical left does not have a hold on the Senate or on policy. That's an important thing that we've been talking about a little bit here and there, trying to highlight that for people saying, look, just watch what actually gets passed. Let them talk about what they want to get done, all they freaking want. Every day, all day, let them talk about what they want to do. That just is, exposes them even more for the leftist scum that they are. Then let's watch what happens in the Senate. And what happened in the Senate? We talked about it on Monday, I think it was. Manson backs off. 
Why? Well, because he's a corporate puppet. So, of course, <laughs> you know, I mean, yes, there's I'm, I'm not saying that the swamp isn't involved in killing this 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 spending deal or this tax increase. But but the uh, the argument that is always made when it comes to tax revenue is individuals pay the vast majority of taxes that the that the federal government brings in. And that argument is so skewed that they use it to say to to put that us versus them mentality, the corporate the corporate evil, it's all their fault. They're not paying their taxes and they're going to offshore tax havens. And then when Biden's asked, well, well what would happen if you raise taxes? Would they put more money into offshore tax havens? Well, of course not. That doesn't make any sense. Come on, man. <laughs> Meanwhile, saying that co- the corporate uh, America doesn't pay enough taxes. Why? Because they send them to offshore tax havens, you fucking moron. It is, I mean, Biden is just so freaking stupid, dude. So what? what's the mm-hmm. breakdown of taxes, right? What's the actual breakdown? Joe, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was just laughing and agreeing. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Tax revenue (laughs) in the United States in 2018, for example, individual taxes paid 40.7% of all taxes of tax revenue in the United States in 2018. And here it says corporate taxes paid 4.4%. So I'm like, come on, man, this can't be. That just doesn't make sense. You know, property taxes, consumption taxes, and social insurance tax. Social insurance tax. What the fuck is a social insurance tax? Oh, uh, money laundering scheme for the government. Never mind. Um, Mm But when you get into the numbers a little bit more and you actually read it, compared to the OECD average, which is just a natural uh, revenue average from from around the world, the United States relies significantly more on individual income taxes and property taxes, while OECD countries on on average raised 23.9% of the total tax revenue from individual income taxes. The share in the United States was 40%. So they are saying basically the, the world average of individual raised taxes is 24%. What they don't tell you is all of the other taxes that people are taxed on and the marginal tax rate, such as, what is it, 55% in France, for instance? They don't tell you that. They just tell you the, the specific tax on that they're, you know, to compare it, right? Mm-hmm. Marginal tax rate is not discussed at all. But here's what's very interesting. The United States relied on, or excuse me, this is partially, uh, I lost my spot, I'm sorry. Uh, the United States share was 40, 40.7%, almost a 17 percentage point difference. This is partially because more than half of businesses' income in the United States is reported on individual tax returns. Individual sole proprietorship corporations that that claim individual tax returns as a company, half more than half of the United States' taxes is paid uh, through corporations that are using them on individual tax returns. That's kind of an important point, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> on average, um, uh, OEC countries raised 5.6% of total tax revenue from part of, uh, property taxes compared to 12.2% in the United States. 12% of U.S. income is sent for property taxes, and we have no say what happens in our fucking schools. Isn't that the story there? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Finally, corporate America tears down Biden's infrastructure plan. Executives at some of America's largest companies complain more bitterly in private about the White House's approach towards the infrastructure bill. That's right. Corporate America has loudly complained for years about the crumbling state of U.S. infrastructure and demanded that Washington invest heavily in it. The problem is 
is they are not happy with the, with the uh, the bill. And I think I think if you you think about it, uh, the the marginal tax rate that President Trump adjusted from that three hundred thousand to a million dollar range, and how um, how the East Coast elites pay that salt tax. Uh, and President Trump said, no, nah, hold on a sec. You guys are going to pay those extra taxes that if you want to bypass regulations. That's how the, they play this game here. They don't talk about the marginal tax rate. They don't talk about the bigger picture. They manipulate the data and say, well, if you don't believe the data, you don't believe in science. It's the same old story. I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of uh, information about that. Uh, seeing Bloomberg, though, uh, freak out about uh, understanding that in one sentence, well, they're gonna uh, Biden's gonna double down on the Green New Deal. That's the new story of the day, right? He's gonna he's gonna double down on emission standards by twenty fifty five or whatever the hell it is. And the and then in the next sentence, they say the Senate can't is is looking for a a specific targeted with earmarks infrastructure bill to target actual oh I don't know bridges roads <laughs> trains you know infrastructure. You know, so, the actual important shit. Yeah. You know, like the, the shit that's actually part of the U.S. infrastructure that needs to be fixed before we lose <laughs> another bridge like I-35 in Minneapolis. You know, stuff like that. You know, small things. I forgot what the report was, but there was something like, I don't know, 50 or 80 bridges across the United States that all need repaired. Something crazy like that. That are failing inspection. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just unbelievable amount. And, you know, yet we get all these infrastructure, especially here in Illinois, man. Illinois, road, I mean, it's, you know, the road road commissioner or the roads and whatever you want to call them, they're, they're absolutely corrupt. They hide and, and, and get rid of so much money and nothing ever gets fixed or repaired ever. No, it's all it's all a money laundering scheme for their buddies, and it's uh you know it's just like in Illinois, the pay for play is for real. If you want to get a, a road built in Illinois, well, you use who they want you to use. Period. And that way, that's yep. how they get their kickbacks. Yep, exactly, exactly. So there you go, guys. If you want some of that that information, I'll get some of these out to you guys there in the chat. The most important one, I think, is you know the the fine print in the taxfoundation.org. I think that's that's important. Um, you know, ammo that you guys can use to say, hey, look, it's not that simple. Let's, if we're going to talk about marginal tax rates, uh, how much is France, does a French citizen get uh, that makes, you know, $50,000, $60,000 a year equivalent? What's their marginal tax rate versus ours? You want to want to have a real discussion about this or not? So there you go, guys. Um, that is uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about. Today. I'll kick it over to Joe for his top story of the day. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. Let share me- screen. Yeah, let me uh let me get that first. <laughs> I'm like it's not working. All right, let's let's start with a little bit of fun. Austin, Texas, and yet another return to normalcy. Texas has announced that effective immediately they will return to their normal mask policy. Anyone wearing a mask is automatically shot on the assumption that that person is about to rob a stagecoach. <laughs> we done licked that virus good, announced Texas Governor Greg Tex Abbott. Now it's time to go back to protecting our precious, precious stagecoaches. So if you're wearing a mask, bam, you're dead. Yeehaw! (laughs) As usual with more fire. It does say here at the end, and other states have condemned the announcement by Texas. It's just too early to talk about going back to normal, said California 
Governor Gavin Newsom, maybe after we're all vaccinated and 20 to 40 years have passed with no one getting the virus, then we can talk about taking off masks. Texas responded by saying they're also going to add a clause about shooting California. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, media matters. It's a fucking satire joke. Laugh a little. Oh, man. I had to throw that in there. I was I always look through that. It's hilarious. So actually, the, the good story here, not a good story, but a real story here out of the Federalist. Ice gave $87 million. Can barely to see former... that, bro. Oh, yeah. Good. Thanks, man. Thanks for reminding me. Now, now, now you can probably see that. Much better. Much better. Ice gave $87 million to a former Biden official nonprofit to oversee border crisis housing. That's right. Uh, President Joe Biden's administration overlooked certain contenders in a, con- in a contract bidding prices to pay an organization run by Ford and former Biden-Harris transition leader who gave more than $87 million to place illegal migrant families 12,000 hotel beds in Arizona and Texas. This is according to Washington Examiner. While contracts from the federal government are usually bid by various organizations, multiple sources and data reported that the examiner indicated the family's endeavors run by former immigration and customs enforcement officer and senior senior officials who evaluated Biden's picks for the Department of Health and Human Services. Andrew Lorenzen Strait outright won the contract without any competitors. (sighs) Sound familiar? Well, I mean, you know, that's that's the normal kickback scheme. It's all a business. It's all big business for them. And now you're seeing other you're seeing stories of of sexual assault in child migrant facilities. You think that's a coincidence? Will Summers, exactly. you want to you want to ask that question to anyone? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. No, they ain't gonna talk about that, will they? Good stuff, Joe. Um, Appreciate you, Dizzy. Good to see you out there, bro. Where you been, man? Uh, we've been we've been worried about you. I know you. I know what it is, actually, bro. You've been super busy at work, and I. You, I mean, there's day, there's weeks where that dude puts in like fifty hours, sixty hours. So, uh, Dizzy, much love to you, brother. Uh, Texas girl, good to see you out there. Uh, thanks for taking care of pops today, guys. Do me a favor, say a prayer for pops. He ain't doing too good today, uh, and my sister is. Uh, Current caregiver doing what she can to keep keep pops comfortable, but if you could uh, keep pops in the prayers today, he's having a rough day today. Ah, oh, man, the man is just getting tortured, and man, does it piss me off because there ain't there ain't a real doctor that that wants to actually help him. They want to uh, you know do what the usual doctor does, treat him and and uh, get those kickbacks for drugs, basically. Yep, exactly. I agree. Uh, let me check this out for you guys. Let's see here. Come on. Go there you go. PayPal co-founder, Bitcoin investor Peter Thiel says Bitcoin could be a Chinese weapon. Now I've been thinking about this, man. I don't know what I don't I don't know enough. When we get Beatles on uh, next uh, what a couple weeks, I think it is. Uh, he'll be back over here again. I want to I want to have this discussion with him about the amount of if there's a way to understand who holds the most Bitcoin because China has used Bitcoin as a weapon against United States corporations, um, you know, websites, uh, DOD, and they, they, they basically pay people in the dark web to, to traffic money, people, uh, organs. Um, and so I really wonder, you know, what the future of Bitcoin is if China actually has 
the vast majority of Bitcoin out there. And considering the United States hasn't even touched it yet, how much of the Chinese Communist Party has been involved in Bitcoin trades and how much do they own? Do they have the power to manipulate the markets with that? When this, this discussion that Bloomberg was having also this morning about this, which I found, found to be very interesting, they do a good job of, of making you see their side and you can learn a lot <laughs> by understanding what angle they're coming at this stuff with, right? Yep. PayPal co-founder and billionaire investor Peter Thiel warned that Bitcoin could be a Chinese financial weapon used to dethrone the U.S. dollar's monetary status. When you combine that sentence with what's happening in shipping lanes in the Gulf with regards to the to uh, oil, doesn't it seem like there's an attack on the U.S. dollar happening right now that that um, is coordinated? I, I seriously think that China is using cryptocurrency as an attack on the U.S. dollar to to uh, usher in their one-world currency. That is the goal. And I think that financial weapon on the future of how that, how that scenario plays out is what's going to happen, is what's going to affect uh, the Great Reset and how they manipulate uh, or how they change uh, the petrodollar into a new form of, of currency now, what that represents in in any form, I don't think anybody knows yet. Um, but I I don't know, man. I, I just wanted to point this out to you guys out there. I don't. You guys know me. I'm not, I'm I'm a newbie when it comes to investing in Bitcoin. I've been focused solely on everything else that's going on out there. So I'm not very well informed. I'm going to save this article for you guys. If you guys have any thoughts on that on that sentence of is this potentially a, a coordinated effort? Uh, to to go after the U.S. dollar, uh, please call in in the second hour and let me know, help inform me more on that thought. But uh, just just kind of looking at it from outside the box, what do you think, Joe? Um, I think it absolutely is. I mean, to be honest with you, we've seen so many different ways that they're trying to attack the dollar and, of course, increase uh, the petrodollar at the same time. So, um, I, I definitely think it's it's a coordinated scaled attack. Um, and you know, there was interesting, I wonder if I have it in my stack or not. There was an article that recently came out too about um uh the central bank, and I forgot who I can't remember the guy's name who was in charge, Powell, I think it is. Oh, um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and there was an interesting article about him, and they were asking him if he was gonna like already run for a second term. Well, he he's just he just got in there. His is not even up for a while. Um, I think until next year, well, twenty twenty two, I guess he would be up. So um, he's still got a ways to go yet, and they're already asking him if he's running for a second term. So if that is kind of any indication of of you know the whole kind of grand scheme of things, like is there to me, it kind of seems like they want to get that guy out because of what's been going on with the Fed and the rates and how low they are. And then on top of it, the petrodollar getting increased um, and, and obviously, uh, um, you know, Biden pinching the lines uh, uh, of oil um, and, and all that. I just yeah. feel like it's a huge, yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't, yeah. you know, you said an important thing there that, that, um, that I think needs to be, be heard too. Um, the U S fed policy is now run by pro freedom MAGA supporting patriots. 
That's why I mentioned that about Powell and yeah. how they're already asking him, are you leaving yet? Yeah, that's an important <laughs> point because they, uh, you know, there was a little snide joke made by one of the one of the guys on um, <clears throat> on uh, on Bloomberg that, well, we're not going to see any change in Fed policy anytime soon. No, you're not. <laughs> that's yeah. That's why I thought it was hilarious that they're already pushing their narrative. Like, yeah. well, are you going to run next time or what? Because we're kind of fucking stuck with you now for the next year. Great. That's yeah. what I got out of it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, there's just a, you know, little lights of hope out there that I try to bring you guys. Also, some lights of hope are just you guys out there. Uh, thank you for your show. Hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Praying for you and your family. Um, uh, uh, something that, that uh, just a, a a quick thank you from from somebody out there, um, you know, paying for my gas for this week. Jay Bell, also, thank you. God bless you. Um uh, Michael, thank you. God bless you. Uh, a couple quick thank yous just uh, that I forgot to get to earlier today. Um, yes, J Bell, thank me. you also for that. Uh, I got that from one from J Bell as well. Thank Sweet. you for that. Roseanne, thank you. God bless you. Um, let's see. There's three or four others that I need to. Nope, that one's from me. <laughs> uh, sending myself letter uh, um, messages and emails and sh- oh, you don't forget this when you do the show tomorrow. Uh, Kyle, thank you. God bless you, brother. I uh, appreciate that very much. And Edward, uh, once again, with your very kind donation, thank you. God bless you. Thank you guys very much. I love you guys. Uh, appreciate that. Without you guys, we can't do this, man. And uh, we're going to continue to uh, be in the fight. Uh, and and with that, with your guys' help, we'll continue to do to grow. So thank you for that. Yeah, it, it really means a lot when you guys send those, even if it's, you know, $5 or whatever. We definitely appreciate it, guys. It, it means a lot. It means that we know that you guys appreciate what we're doing as well. Uh, so thanks a lot for those donations, guys. We don't always read them off to you. Yeah, I appreciate you guys very much. All right, Joe, let's move on to the next topic. What do you think? Uh, what else was out there that caught your eye today? Well, we got to talk about this. Uh, we totally missed this. We didn't talk about it at all. I wanted to get uh, your thoughts on this. So let me... Let me get the share. I'm sure you saw this or heard it already. I just want to know, are we still under the corporation or are we under the republic? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh uh, just say that. By God, this is a constitutional republic. Okay? And by the grace of God. Did you see that or no? Did you see Uh, that or no? No, I missed it. Sorry. I was typing. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) did you miss the video? Yeah. (laughs) Really? You didn't see? Basically, I'm going to play it again. Yeah, do it again. Now, now, now listen closely. All right. I know. Pay attention, fam. <laughs> Louise. Just like when we were kids. I just want to know, are we still under the corporation or are we under the republic? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, uh, just say that. By God, this is a constitutional republic, okay? And by the the grace of God. Nice. Yeah, I, I... 
<laughs> Welcome to my own show. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here I am trying to do three things at once. It never works out right. <laughs> no, no, no. It sure doesn't. Sure does. Uh, best done. You God bless you. I love you. No, you gotta love General Flynn. And the fact that the question was asked—that's cool as shit, right? I think he should have answered it on the, truthfully, though. He should have said, "Yeah, we don't. We don't have a constitutional republic right now." Yeah, well, that's why I thought it was kind of interesting the way he said that. Obviously, he was kind of grinning. I mean, almost like he didn't. I don't know if he didn't want to say it, but I mean, she had the right question, put him on the spot, and I know a lot of people were talking about it. So I was just curious on what on what you thought about that. Pretty interesting. Uh, I would. I look forward to the day where I can truthfully say, "Yes, we are back to a constitutional republic." I hope that happens in our lifetime, bro. No doubt, man. Absolutely what we've been fighting for all along, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, in today's... Uh... Uh, China is asshole. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Man, I missed that. We haven't had that on in a while. <laughs> in today's uh, China, don't trust China, my thing is acting weird, huh? Uh, there's this. China appears to warn India. This is from one month ago. So follow me, follow me, follow me. China appears to warn India. Push too hard and the lights could go out. As border skirmishing increased last year, malware began to flow into the Indian electric grid. Uh, A new study shows and a blackout hit Mumbai. Yes, that was Chinese hackers going after India. Early last summer, Chinese and Indian troops clashed in a surprise border battle in the Galwan Valley. We talked about that here on the show. Four months later, and more than 1,500 miles away in Mumbai, India, in India, uh, trains shut down. The stock market closed as power went out to a city of 20 million people. This didn't get much play, did it? Hospitals had to switch to emergency generators to keep ventilators running amid a coronavirus outbreak that was among, among India's worst. Now a new study lends a weight to the idea that these two events may well have been connected. No shit, Sherlock. As part of a broad broad Chinese cyber campaign against India's power grid, time to send a message to India that if India presses its claims too hard, well, the lights might go out in your country and you know, you might we might just send you into a massive uh, you know, p- panic by destroying your country as they shut down power to the whole country. This came out a month ago, all right? So follow me to this. India seeks U.S. help as China-backed hacks threaten the military. This coming out uh, last night. Uh, India's top military official says the country plans to seek help from the U.S. and other countries to shore up its defense infrastructure that is vulnerable to China-backed cyber attacks. India is racing to develop capabilities, but even so, its, its critical and military systems remain highly vulnerable to breaches, says Defense Chief General uh, Bipan Rawat uh, said at a seminar in New Delhi on Wednesday. The matter was discussed during a Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin scumbag extraordinaire himself visit last month, to, uh, and it was decided to seek the cooperation uh, in the spheres of cybersecurity and artificial intelligence. Why is this a problem? Well, because President Trump sold them a shit ton of U.S. military technology, and now we have a vulnerability in India that China is attacking once again to find our most recent secrets. My, my concern, of course, is the F-35 and other U.S. military pro- satellite programs that might be used uh, alongside uh, uh, India uh, in training and other stuff. So, you know, once again, 
the China is asshole story of the freaking day, bro. Um, they are doing whatever they can to disrupt people all around the world, and it's just it's never going to stop, especially under an administration that's bought and paid for by China. 100%, man. And you know what's interesting is I ran across the video of Pompeo. Remember how he was talking about um, all the states and how um, Beijing, like, re, uh, um, basically described each of the states and, and how cozy they are with China. And they they released the report. I was watching that video again today by Pompeo because it popped up. Yeah. And I was lit- literally laughing about that because he basically called all of the states out at that point in time and said, look, we know you all have connections. And he said, not only, I mean, it's also on a local level. So it's, it's in every aspect. And he literally called out the Chinese uh, communist party and to, and to all of the governors and mayors of the states. So, um, and that was, I believe around March of 2020, no, February, maybe it was somewhere in that time frame. Um, and now we're a, a year later and it's only gotten worse. It's only gotten worse. And that's the part that is really scary, man. It is. And it's going to continue to get worse. Satellites. That's funny. <laughs> oh, I get it. The, the flat earth uh, idea. You can't have satellites. As, anyways, we'll move on. Um, no, it's it's there's definitely a major problem with what uh, the way that uh, China is being infiltrated right now. And they're going to continue to go after go after India. Um, so, I, you know, watch for Russia to do something. In fact, let me just go straight to that here real quick. And then I'll, I'll, I'll hand it over to you, bro, uh, for the next story that you got lined up there. Um this is from uh, one of my uh, one of the sources uh, uh, that on uh, live U- UA map. So you know, just a random source. Take it for what it's worth. It could be uh, doctored, but to me, it sure as hell don't look like it. A new U.S. Army camp was set up in uh, the Varanza region. I don't know, uh, bordering Ukraine. High resolution satellite imagery obtained. Visual investigations indeed reveals hundreds of military vehicles recently formed in staging areas on the border of Ukraine. Here is a closer high-res view of that. So if you guys want to see that, uh, I'll leave this up on the screen for a minute as I discuss why I think this is an issue. If Imagine this scenario. Imagine a scenario where Russia invades western Ukraine and takes over those provinces that we discussed, those four provinces that we discussed uh, last week, I think it was. Good to see you, Miguel, out there. Um, And um, moves from that to a pivot uh, from China on the petrodollar using using Bitcoin and then uh, China going after India at the border region as well. What kind of chaos that could cause. They could throw in uh, Taiwan on top of that. So you know, this would be this if there was a time where the, China and Russia wanted to make things really difficult for the United States. This is it, and this is evidence that Russia is 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 not just moving some tanks or some personnel to the border; they're moving thousands to the border, and it's uh, just something that we're going to keep a close eye on. And you know, uh, f- something we fully expect is a, a way to involve the United States in a major conflict in the near future. Yeah, and I I was just trying to find uh, there's there's a lot of stories about it obviously, but there was a story recently that came out and I can't find it now about Merkel actually um, kind of getting involved in and in telling Russia to like you know back off, which is kind of interesting if you ask me. Like, 
what the hell is Merkel so worried about all of a sudden? Um, but yeah, I, I think the the tensions there it, it just it keeps growing every single day. Absolutely. I must have missed Morgan. Yeah, you know what I meant. Yeah, uh, Russia. You know what I meant. Um, but yeah, for sure, it's um, you know when you see the evidence like that. Not this has been what a month now at least of U.S. of of Russia moving, uh, moving heavy vehicles to the border. They're not doing it for no reason. The last time they did this, they took Crimea. So I fully expect them to do it, and I fully expect the world just to go. Eh, we're gonna sanction you guys more, and we're gonna lift sanctions on Iran. <laughs> Exactly. That's what we don't want. Exactly what we don't want. Indeed. All right. Man, time's flying by. I still got like 10 articles up, bro. Go ahead. Hit hit your next one. Well, let me just touch on this real quick here. This is a quick one because we were just talking about them. And Breitbart just released this saying that uh, Fox News hires Mike Pompeo as network contributor. Now, this is what the third one uh, we had McEnany. Uh, Kaylee McEnany that was uh, hired and somebody else. I can't remember, but there, this is the third one now. And uh, basically it just says that uh, he's one of America's most recognized and respected voices on foreign policy and national security issues that they look forward to his contributions across uh, our range of platforms to share his distinct perspective with our millions of viewers, which who have dropped off over the last couple of years. So just kind of interesting, man. Um, I don't know what I don't know what to think about this because we know that Trump is 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 coming back one way or another. They say with his own network, supposedly. But if they got McEnany and now they got Pompeo as a Fox News contributor, I mean, I, I never look to Fox News as 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 a source. But if Pompeo's on there, McEnany's on there, I'm kind of checking out what they're saying. So yeah, it's just it's kind of interesting to see. It's almost like they're almost trying to draw us back to Fox, doesn't it? Well, they're they're definitely they understand their mistake. I mean, how can they not? Their viewership went down by like forty percent, I think it was. And um, yep. you know, there's I definitely anytime Mike speaks, I I will listen. So uh, I'll definitely look forward to some video from him on there. Um, Chris and uh, others in Twitch were asking about uh, they they had heard that Crimea voted to be with Russia. Uh, Putin received ninety percent of the vote the last three times they did an election in Russia. Do you think? Do you really think that that Putin really received ninety percent of the vote? Um, no, that that didn't happen. What what they did is FSB infiltrated uh, Crimea in the upper regions of the government and sent a bunch of people there to go uh, that were part of the you know the the key parts of Russia sent them into the area and then used that to manipulate the vote. So, uh, no, the, the people of Crimea were anyone who questioned what Russia was doing is no longer alive. So that's how they do that. If you don't, if you want to play the game, then you end up in a, in a desert uh, box somewhere or somewhere else, you know, uh, concrete shoes. Yeah. The bottom of the dead sea. <laughs> They don't call it the Dead Sea for nothing. (laughs) All right. Next one I got is this one. White House announces six initial executive actions on gun control. Here we go. Um, And they're not taking our guns, but they are making it harder. And uh, there are are already several state AGs that have lawsuits prepared to go after the president for an unconstitutional executive action. 
So let's see how it plays out. I'm going to I'm going to hold judgment until we see what they actually uh, are able to get done. Now, as you saw just recently, uh President Trump's uh bump stock ban took what? 2 years to get to the Supreme Court to determine it was unconstitutional. So, I'm not saying that this is going to happen anytime soon, but I will say an unconstitutional executive order will be reversed at some point. The Justice Department, within 30 days, will issue a proposed rule to help stop prol- proliferation of ghost guns, which are basically homemade guns with no um, uh, tracking information on them. Go figure. The, ju- the Justice Department, within 60 days, will issue a proposed rule to make clear when a device marked as a stabilizing brace effectively turns into a pistol into a short-barreled rifle is subject to requirements of the National Firearms Act. Now, the ATF will have to be the ones that will... Um, will go after people for having these stabilizing devices. A stabilizing device will face the same scrutiny that a bump stock ban did. Unconstitutional. You cannot pass unconstitutional laws like that. The, the Justice Department within 60 days will publish a model red flag legislation for states. That's right. They're gonna. The federal government is going to tell states what is best for their red flag laws. And, of course, they will use the most restrictive that have the least, uh, r- the, the least room for for people to fight them. The administration is investing in evidence-based community violence interventions as well, which is going to destroy, I don't know, like roadways or something that's that separated cities. I don't I don't know how that's going to work. What are you what are you going to do? Just say, "Uh, you can't you, you you no longer have a road between uh the good side of town and the bad side of town, but uh, you get to also stay there as well. I mean, I don't, how's that supposed to work? You're just going to take a highway out because it, it divided uh, the population? Wasn't that the whole reason why you guys put it there in the first place, Democrats? Anyways, the Justice Department will issue a, an, an annual report on firearms trafficking as well. This is the absolute minimum they could get done and use it use it as an, an, an excuse to get more regulation done. We'll see what happens on this front. I'm not going to hold my breath that any of this is going to actually hold uh, scrutiny, constitutional muster once it gets to that point. I don't know how long it's going to take, but it's at least they're not going right after my gun, right? They're not going to just come into my knock on my door. Hey, you're no longer allowed to use that. Uh, the Biden-Harris administration, Katie Pavlich, is arguing that criminals already violating gun laws on the books should be incarcerated, but instead wants community violence intervention, The reason homicides are up is due to lack of prosecution and incarceration for violent crime. (laughs) If you really wanted to address violent crime, how about actually putting violent criminals in prison? But no, we're not going to actually address the problem, will we? We will just throw a bunch of shit at the wall and hope something sticks. And that is where they're going to go with it. I'm sure nobody is surprised with that. Joe, any thoughts on the... The gun order that Biden put out. No, not a surprise one bit. Uh, we've been talking about it for months now. That this is exactly what the, where they were heading with it. Um, I, I just, you know, everybody out there is saying some pretty much the same thing you're saying. We will not comply. Uh, it, uh, you know, it's just it's that it's that simple. All these uh, legislatures and laws that they already have are already against our constitutional right. And, um, you know, I can't wait to see what they're going to do here in Chicago. I mean, they, they just keep adding more and more gun laws and nothing is helping and, and shootings are just going up. So it makes no sense whatsoever. Indeed. Uh, 
Dizzy or whoever else wanted that uh, link, there's those two. If that's the one that you wanted, if that's not the one that you wanted, uh, let me know and I will get that to you after Joe's News Blitz coming into the top of the hour. Let me play the rapid fire opener. We'll get to Joe's News Blitz. We'll do a quick advertisement at the top of the hour and then we'll take your guys' calls as well as another about 10 articles I need to get through through the second half. So hang out with us. Uh, if you want to call in uh, anytime, <laughs> anytime, <laughs> anytime you want to do that, let me know. Here's the rapid fire opener. Much love. God bless you all. Here we go with the rapid fire segment from Joe. Matt, God bless you, brother. Thank you for your help behind the scenes. Appreciate you very much, bro. Joe, what do you got for the rapid fire today? Oh, yeah, it's good to see you out there, Matt, 1776. And, man, is it flying. Good work out there, brother. And I'm going to try to do the same thing as I fly through these on the rapid fire. Dawn, my sister just dropped this. Several people injured in shooting in Byron uh, or Bryan, Texas. Sorry. Uh, this is somewhat close uh, to my where my sister's at. I see and, Foxhole. Uh, what's that? I see Foxhole. So, you know, oh, shoot. Well, thank you for telling me that. No problem. <laughs> hey, you know, there's only 12 screens to share to, and that's not the right one. Let's try that one instead. Um, so, yeah, this, as I was saying, this just actually came out. And uh, like I said, Don dropped it to me. Uh, several people injured in shooting in, in Bryan, Texas. Um, not a whole lot of information about the victims or anything. Uh, it says a suspect is uh, suspect in the shooting is at large, uh, according to this, was just a couple of minutes ago that this was dropped. Oh, about 20 minutes ago, this was dropped. So I just wanted to touch on that. Definitely got to keep your head on a swivel, guys. Definitely got to keep your head on a swivel. Yep, no doubt. Thanks, thanks, thank you for that one, Don. Joe, zoom in a little bit more, please. Yep. Uh, this is, uh, there we go. It's the only downside with my screen. I got to zoom in at 200%. Uh, Rep. Ilana Omar rips Biden administration over reported plans to resume border wall construction. Remember how we just talked about this yesterday or day before yesterday, um, how they're going to plan on go uh, trying to resume the border wall construction. And not only is Biden waking up everybody um, from the from the left, but even the people that uh, are in his cabinet. So this was pretty interesting to see that she was pretty pissed uh, about this. And causing a little infighting, uh, Rep. Il- 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 Omar criticizes the Biden administration for continuing the construction of the Trump's xenophobic and racist wall. Um, so just hilarious that the infighting is is going. You fat bearded bitch! Exactly. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> exactly. Colorado vaccination site shuts down after 11 adverse reactions to Johnson and Johnson jabs latest code, uh, latest uh, thing on that just happened not too long ago as well. So another site that's getting shut down from the Johnson and Johnson vaccines. It seems like this is every single day that something's getting shot down. In fact, there's another one in Michigan. This was a day ago, 246 fully vaccinated Michigan residents test positive after the COVID and then three people died. So just unbelievable. What is going on with these vaccines? Um, I don't know. Let me see if this one was Johnson and Johnson as well in Michigan. Um, AstraZeneca, maybe that's the one that's been the biggest problem. 
I got a story in the second half also about a vaccine I, I want to get covered, too, so we'll cover this some more in the second half. All right. This actually out of the Federalist is a great article. I don't know if you saw this, Al. Embracing culturalism, Marxism will only hasten MLB's downfall. It says, uh, let me just read a couple of quick sentences. God, I love baseball. This simple, poignant line from the natural perfectly captures how I and millions around the world feel about our national pastime, a game intertwined with American tradition and transcends generations. As a child, I remember bonding over games with my grandfather, a World War II veteran. As a teen, I have memories of striking out, riding the pine, and continuously making mistakes on the field. While still thrilled, I had the opportunity to play my favorite sport. This goes on and on. It, but me and Al, uh, you know, we talked about how we play baseball together. In fact, we uh, we did we did pretty good on the team together. Yeah, we did. Um, but this story, uh, this article is really really good. If you guys get a chance, by the Federalist, go check it out. Good stuff, man. Uh, U.S. Space Force news, test pilot school graduates first space test fundamentals class. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Their first test pilot. um, Let's see. uh, Yeah, April 6th, he graduated. General John uh, W. Ray Raymond, or J. Raymond, the U.S. Space Force chief of space operations, was uh, on hand to give the graduation address. So pretty cool that uh, the uh, the first one has graduated and uh, just kind of neat. Good stuff. Iranian ship believed to be floating bait, uh, troop base in Red Sea is attacked. Did you see this? Yeah, I did see that. This was kind of interesting. In Dubai, United Arab Emirates, an Iranian uh, cargo ship believed to be a base for parliamentary revolutionary guard and, and anchored for years in the Red Sea off Yemen has been attacked. Tehran acknowledged it Wednesday. So I just thought that was pretty interesting. Did you have any comment on that? Uh, what was interesting was, is it was a cargo ship, uh, a cargo ship that was parked off of Yemen for, I don't know, five years, years or something like yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And um, the interesting thing was, is that Iran attacked this, or excuse me, Israel attacked the ship and did minimal damage. It's almost as if they targeted somebody on the ship and not necessarily the ship. Uh, so I'm not quite sure how to how to how to read into that any more than that, though, bro. Yeah, I thought it was super interesting as well. I'm glad you caught on to that. Uh, New York Post, U.S. This was actually uh, yesterday. U.S. Embassy officials body found hanging in Nairobi Hotel. <laughs> A body of a senior officer at the U.S. Embassy was found Wednesday in a, held, in a hotel room in the Kenyan official uh, believed to be a suicide. Interesting. Uh, Blaze Kenya's Media. a mess right now, bro. I know. I know. Blaze Media reports China detained Christians in windowless transform, transformation facilities using brainwashing to get them to renounce their faith. I couldn't sleep after you've been in there for a week. That starts to look better than staying there, former, former detainee said. Oh, my gosh. So I can only imagine what uh, some of these uh, Christian, uh, Christian, Chinese Christians are, are going through right now. Just unbelievable. The perse- persecution around the world of Christians is on full force right now, and I haven't seen one main – well – you have to search for them, but there isn't too many uh, mainstream media talking about uh, Christian persecution around the world right now. Part of the silent enemy. Yeah. Laura Witsky, 
Uh, this was hilarious. I, I had this. I had to check this out. Dan Crenshaw talks a really big game about taking the fight to the woke corporations, but his bank account says otherwise. When it comes time for him to really fight for us, Dan will cower and sell out, just like he did with our historical monuments and red flag laws. So look at his donors: American Airlines, Delta, United Airlines. Interesting that these are a lot from Chicago and Rosemont. Yeah, imagine that, right? Um. <laughs> Chat said uh, Kenya doesn't even want him. Yeah, Kevin kicked Kenya kicked out their village idiot, sent him to Hawaii. <laughs> they literally did. This was I just thought this was interesting. Out of the hill, Boehner slams Trump. He incited that bloody insurrection for nothing more than selfish reasons. Fuck you, Boehner. That's how I really wanted to say uh, about that. Dude is just a freaking bought and paid for puppet. I can't stand them. Technofog just dropped this a little bit ago. Jose Maxwell, Gislaine, Gislaine, uh, and government fight over her prison conditions. I know everybody pronounces it different, but I think Gislaine is the best way. Yep. Uh, basically, let's get to the, uh, among other things, MDC staff noted that the defendant frequently did not flush her toilet after using it, which caused the cell to smell. In addition, the defendant had not cleaned her cell in some time, causing the cell to become increasingly dirty. Oh, what <laughs> so, a dirty bitch. Can you imagine? Hey, what's up, best wrangler? Good to see you out there. Can you imagine living like that? I just that. oh, God. <laughs> Oh, poor thing. Poor thing. What, Just, she thought uh, she was going to manipulate him and be like, hey, my cell's a mess. I need a new one. Yeah, exactly. That's not going to happen. They told what well, basically what they told her is to clean your fucking shit up. Uh, so Fox five, you guys probably heard about this the pilot. Uh, if you guys heard about this family got kicked off because the two year old didn't have a mask on spirit airlines. Well, this is super cool. A pilot actually heard about it and reached out and actually flew them for free after they got kicked off the airlines. Uh, let me just play real quick part of this. Uh, real quick here, towards the end here. Right here, this guy. Oh, never mind. Anyways. Donna Mustang, go ahead, I'll give you a sec. Donna Mustang, girl, well, if you try to make me renounce my faith, I will refuse and share Jesus' truth to them. <laughs> they can kill me all they want. Exactly, Donna Mustang, girl. Thank you for that comment. Exactly. But anyways, yeah, there was a quick video. Basically, it's James Peck. Uh, he reached out to the family. He actually flew out, picked them up and dropped them off and then said, when you guys are ready to go back, let me know. I'll fly you guys back as well. Super cool, man. Just awesome story. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this out of uh, Breitbart as well. CBS station executives leave the company amid probe into racist, abusive behavior. Nobody saw that coming. CBS television station's executives, Peter Dunn and David Friend, will not return to their positions and will be leaving the company following allegations of racist and abusive behavior. So they were probably being normal and they just wanted to get rid of them? I don't know. They're claiming racism? I could go either way, you know. I just think it's funny. There probably really is racism over at CBS. Well, that, uh, that this they would was, keep them in, and promote them, though. <laughs> <laughs> so they probably got found out and recorded. All right. So Fox News just dropped this not, not too long ago. This is this is inspiring. Group inspired by Trump's 1776 commission seeks to combat anti-American indoctrination in education. The 1776 a- action is uh, to target educators who promote false, divisive and radical views of America. The new activism group is launched on counter ideas with 
I counter ideas like critical race theory and pursue the type of educational vision outlined by former President Trump at the end of his term. So this article goes on a little bit and there's a video in there and everything. Uh, again, this will be uh, on my um, um, Gab uh, account later, but this is super interesting. If you guys get a chance to go check that out. Very cool that they're still trying to uh, keep that 1776 commission rolling. Yeah. That's the one that they took down uh, in January um, that talked about exposing uh, schools and stuff. And they took that down and, and basically deleted all online existence of it. If you need the, uh, the PDF document that goes with that, I have that on my, in my discord or I have access to it. If you want that email me, I'll get it to you. And the last one, sorry, I'm running super late brother lawsuit. Uh, forces Pennsylvania to take 21,000 dead people off its voter rolls. That's right. You heard that right. The suit filled, uh, filed in November alleged that at least 21 deceased individuals were still on the voter rolls during the 2020 presidential election. Uh, the, the data compiled by the watchdog group showing more than 9,200 people uh, of the people registered have been dead for at least five years. In addition to that, nearly 1,900 have been dead for nearly 10 years. An estimated 197 voters were dead for at least 20 years. And we're, that's the rapid fire for that I got sorry. for you today. Back to you, brother. And we're halfway to what Trump needed to, to win the election. Go fucking figure, bro. RiseAttireUSA.com. Good shit, bro. RiseAttireUSA.com is the official show sponsor of the Brothers Uncensored show. Check out RiseAttireUSA.com. Put in discount. Discount code Abe Wave on checkout. Get a ten percent discount. Get some awesome gear and uh, help support us. Help support great patriots like RiseAttireUSA.com. A minute and a half of your time, and we'll get to your calls in the second half. Stand by. RiseAttireUSA.com. Missed it again. My missing all my marks today. RiseAttireUSA.com is the official show sponsor of Brothers Uncensored and the Uncensored Aid platform. Do me a favor. Check out RiseAttireUSA.com. Discount code ABEWAVE at checkout and get a, uh, some sweet gear and some sweet uh, gear, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I want to say hello to uh, SP, uh, SPF. Uh, where'd it go? 
SPF 74 over there in Twitch. What's up, brother? Good to see you out there, man. Appreciate you joining us here today. Uh, Skeeter Burke's in the house and others. Uh, a couple quick articles, and then I want to get to your guys' calls. Uh, just give me the give me a chance to get these couple of done real quick, and then there's one I need to cover as well at some point here, maybe at the bottom of the hour. I'll, I'll save that one in there. Here's the couple that I didn't get a chance to get to. Burnout police officers are fleeing Portland in droves. I'm sure some of you may have seen this. Uh, we didn't get a chance to cover it. I wanted to make sure I, I just gave it a hello. Uh, over 100 police officers in Portland are saying, uh, you know what? I'm pretty much done with you. I'll, I'll see you later. Later. I'll see you later. Turnout barely tops 20% in our election on Tuesday here in Wisconsin. I'm so freaking irritated. This Jill Underly, radical leftist dumb fuck, um, who was bought and paid for by the teachers union here in Wisconsin, ends up winning the election with like 58% of the vote because less than 20% of, of uh, Wisconsinites got off their ass and decided to go to the fucking polls on Tuesday. And once again, because people are fucking lazy, the left gets another radical scumbag in that wants to destroy the school system here in Wisconsin. We're going to have to do all we can to fight her. Man, all we got to do is go freaking vote, man. Fuck. Yeah, we really don't have a voice if you if you sit on your, on your ass and don't go to local elections and make sure that your school districts are taken care of. It's just so fucking frustrating, dude. And that's how they do it. They disenfranchise us and then put radical leftists in place. That's how they got the judge here in Wisconsin. And it's also how they got now a radical leftist in the school board. Canadian police place a barricade at a church entrance with fencing as uh, and put tarps up to keep people out. I'm sure you guys saw this one up in up in Canada. We talked about this when the when the pastor or several people talked about it when the pastor said get out Nazis. Well, now they kicked him out and put a fence up. So there you go. That's what's happening in in uh in in uh Canada with uh, religious persecution. They're coming soon to a theater near you. Um, Army's own vaccine that could fight COVID variants begins clinical t- trials. The reason why I found this one interesting is because this vaccine is similar to the new age technology that they use to get the current vaccine in place, but this one uses what's called a spike ferritin nanoparticle. Um, a nanoparticle, kind of like uh, a mark of the beast, actually, is really kind of what it is. But hold on. Let me just step back from that discussion for a minute. It's, it's in the group of RNA viruses, but what they did is they targeted SARS-CoV-2, the foundation of COVID-19. Now, doesn't that make a little more sense than throwing a vaccine out there for this specific case? Wouldn't it make more sense to target the foundation of COVID? Therefore, any variants that may come are covered by the vaccine. Amazing concept. Why did they rush a variant, uh, uh, a vaccine in place for a variant that is already was and is already mutating. The va- this vaccine mess is the biggest failure of the Trump administration in the four-year term that he was in office. There, you can you can make the argument that President Trump uh, pushing through the vaccine to get one in place is what's going to enable the left to lock us down during the elections next time because there'll be another variant out there. 
Watch for it to happen. And I hate to say that. I love President Trump. You know that. But in my opinion, the way President Trump handled the vaccine is a complete and total failure of his administration. So those are some of the things that I wanted to make sure I got covered today. I'm going to get that Army article out there to you guys. It'll also be up on the website tonight. It's an important article. And that's a, that's a different church, Hard Knocks? I'm sorry. Thank you for clarifying that. I thought that was the same church. So um, more religious persecution in Canada. Thank you for clarifying that for me. I appreciate it. We got our friend Glenn Singer in the house. Glenn, how are you today? What, what What's on your mind? To say hey to everybody out there. Uh, I don't know whether uh, Texas has got uh, any information, but uh, on the Texas shooting, I'm going to do a rapid fire here and we can afterwards. On the Texas shooting, uh, there were at least seven killed. They were chasing two cars. One Texas trooper got shot. I don't know his condition or anything further on that. That's about all I got on it. Um, wouldn't isn't it lovely that on the day that uh, Biden signs all, signs all this gun grabbing shit that we get this Texas shooter? And uh, wouldn't it be amazing if it was a bunch of illegals that did all the shooting? Um, China, China warns the U.S. Uh, not to skip the 2022 Olympics in China or else. Uh, kind of sounding like a parent saying, uh, clean your room or else you're getting a spanking. Yeah, go uh, for it. Uh, now, all you Twitch users, Twitch and Amazon, because Amazon owns Twitch, uh, Amazon says they are going to be cyber surfing the web for all their uh, Twitch users to see if they say anything outside of what the uh, Amazon narrative is. Fuck you, if Jeff you, Bezos, you piece of shit scumbag. And if you do say something outside, say on Foxhole, uh, Twitch will say, okay, you're done. And the next thing is Amazon will cancel your account. Uh, let's see. Uh, isn't it amazing that Russia is actually going after Ukraine with Biden in the office after Ukraine paid Biden all that money? I wonder if we're going to be in war there first. My comment was uh, Barack Obama has much more flexibility in his third term. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, let's see. Now, also notice all the wars ramping up after Trump left office. Uh, it's just amazing. We got Russia going after Ukraine, China going after Taiwan, Israel and Syria going together. And uh, there was one other, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, isn't that um, uh, isn't that a thing there? Yeah, that's all. Big I've surprise, right? That, that's all I've got on that stuff. Let me just double check my uh, disclose. Um, I think I uh, let's see, Justin T Turkey summons Italy envoy after Italian PM. Draghi calls Drogan a dictator during a press conference. Uh, Japan's going to a four-day work week again. Didn't they used to have that? Mm, I'm not uh, sure. I, I kind of remember it was either Japan or China. I thought it was Japan. Had a four-day work week a while back, and it seemed to work for them. But, of course, their four-day four work week was uh, four... 20 hour days because of the 
how much they worked. Uh, <laughs> and uh, apparently there was some BLM protesters. Wow. What? What? BLM protesters are reportedly arrested at the Iowa State Capitol. Come on. That, that can't happen. Insurrection, I tell you. <laughs> uh, that's about all I see in my news here. Uh, that's where the that's not been covered by mainstream media or you guys. Cause I had, uh, I thought that Canada church was the same one the way I read it in the report. It was, but, uh, okay. Back to you, Abe. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. Glenn. Good job, man. Appreciate that little rapid fire segment. Anything else you got for us before you leave brother? Not much, not much at all. I'm just looking at all this crap and, uh, just noticing that things are just, not so great in the world ever since uh, we lost our favorite. Agreed. It is a, uh, it's going to be a rough couple of years. Glenn, thank you very kindly for that information today. I appreciate it very much. God bless you, sir. No problem. Talk to you all later and have a blessed one and peace out. You as well. God bless Much you, Glenn. Love, brother. Appreciate it, Glenn. Much love, Glenn. Yeah, Glenn's always got some good stuff. I appreciate that very much. Uh, I, I'll get to you guys all in the call here as quick as I possibly can. Uh, so stand by. I will. Uh, uh, it usually takes me about 15 minutes or so. I apologize for, for that being a pain in the ass. But uh, come on. I already said come here. Come here, Dizzy, already, you fucker. Jeez. <laughs> there he is. I see him. He's trying to connect. Uh, let's He's see. Lots of people, lots of people hating on Amazon. Yeah, I we use them just because, like, for books and stuff. And like, if you need something quick, man, it's it's just so so easy. But I I hate it. It every time something comes in the mail from Amazon, it just irks my every last being. But man, I mean, they just they've they've squashed the market so much. There's some stuff you can't find. Um, you know, I can't even I can't go to uh, uh, Radio Shack anymore because. Why? Well, Amazon put him out of business. It's so frustrating. Uh, let me get Dizzy to uh, unmute his uh, phone here real quick, and then we will see what's on Dizzy's mind here today. Dizzy, what's good, brother? Yo, what is up, homies? What up, what's homies? Up, 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 homies? Yo, just for the record, why does Joe's setup look like a European disco? Do you like that? Do you like it? What, like, what, do you live next to a hostel? <laughs> <laughs> These are my warning to, lights. Are you listening to, like, Ramstein and... Uh, I was, actually, earlier today. What's that other one? Oh, dude, dude, I was over in London in 97. Lost me. When Prodigy, when the, the Prodigy album came out. Man, it was a great album, dude. <laughs> dude, no, but I, like, dude, I was, like, 16 or 17 when that shit came out, and they were, like street festivals yeah. and uh you know chicks wearing you know like 11 inch you know strap-ons and i'm just you know a kid from modern day america coming over here and it's like what the fuck is this <laughs> there used to be a club there used to be a club in elgin illinois who the whole club was built around prodigy music they basically had three different uh, um, DJs that came in and spun Prodigy, and it, it turned into a giant rave of, well, really interesting people. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, it's, so it's been a while, and uh, 
Abe, you said earlier, yeah, you're absolutely right, dude. I have been stuck in the matrix, busy as shit with work. And, um, you know, so here's the crazy thing. So I don't know how to reconcile this. I, 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 I don't think Biden's been in long enough to damage the economy. And he's trying. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's trying. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know how long it's going to take, um, you know, because Trump did something crazy when he came in. He took a stagnant economy and within what, like three, six months, we started seeing amazing turnarounds, yeah. right? Um, and it, and a lot of it was not even necessarily like legislation, but it was just him as a force coming in saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to tariff that. I'm supporting American workers here. Uh, if you go and build your cars overseas, you're getting tariffed. And he just put the fear of God into these corporations. And as people who have been, you know, maybe whatever label you want to put on it, like longtime Republicans, longtime conservatives, we've been always for like free and fair open trade and everything like that. And Trump was sort of ahead of the curve. And what he has taught us is there's a limit to that because we see that the power that these big tech companies have and these, yeah. I mean, just big conglomerate companies have, because now, you know, they're all nested in China, just as you guys have been talking and Europe and, you know, so they don't even give a fuck about uh, American affairs. You know, they, they got billions of dollars overseas and places that, that have got slave markets and X, Y, and Z. So um, maybe the conservative thing to do, because it, it, at the heart of it, being a conservative is conserving the nation, right? So there was maybe a point in time when, you know, a very libertarian approach to free trade was a good thing. But now maybe the better approach is to start constraining some of these companies a little bit and uh you know how we go about that with our current political ecosystem is going to be very dicey because no one's going to have the fucking nuts to do it outside of a couple people you know busy the, um, the scuttlebutt about america's economy right now is it's the envy of the world and they're in shock at how well we're doing um, and that's that's pretty interesting. You, you cannot give anyone in this current administration any kind of credit toward this economy right now at all. I think usual economists will tell you second quarter of the second year. So usually a year and a half into an administration is when you can start seeing a changes in, in economies uh, by policies implemented by, by presidents. These motherfuckers are falling over themselves as to how to destroy everything that we've got. From fucking Biden's tech. It, and you know what? I'm getting amped up because I was just going to come on and tell you guys some jokes. And then you got the whole MLB thing, which Joe talked about earlier, which pisses me the fuck off because I love baseball. That was yeah. my sport growing up. Yeah, man. Man. 
Dude, Dude, if I've you get a chance it. with Dizzy, if you get a chance, check out the rest of that article. I could have read that whole thing. It was amazing. It, 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 it described exactly what, like, you know, when Al and I used to play baseball, man, like it describes that feeling of, of how excited you were before the game, how, it, how awesome it was to be involved in the game, how awesome it was that after the game, win or lose, that you tried your hardest, just like, so much about that story, man, it just resonates like, and that's how baseball used to be, you know, it, it, it used to be that way. And it just said like every sport has just been completely demolished. No, but here's the thing, Joe, that is so money because like people out there who haven't played the sport of baseball don't understand. Like people are like, Oh, it's too long. No. But if you played, that's the beauty in it because yeah. you're sitting on a bench with people you're talking shit with each other. You're growing relationships. And at the same time, you're studying the game. You're like, oh, yo, dude, when when he gets in an 0-1 count, dude, he throws that fastball inside every time. And you're watching it. And you're like, hey, dude, his cutter sucks or, you know, whatever. Like, he, he can't throw a curve. He thinks he can, but he can't. And when he tries to throw it, it's a candy up. Just just wait on that. Get deep in the count. He's going to try to give you one of them and just bonk it. And um, the, the thing that drives me the most nuts is, so they said, hey, Atlanta, Georgia, a predominantly black city. I mean, wh- what's a blacker city in the nation than Atlanta, Georgia? I mean, they're – I don't know. I don't have the stats. Not many. I mean, historically, Southern black city. So they said, fuck you. You're racist. Uh, We're taking our shit over to white ass Colorado, where just by the way, they have the exact same voting laws that were against you for instituting. Yeah, exactly how stupid they are. These people are literally that stupid. Uh, Scooter Burke says, uh, Battered Bastards of Baseball is a documentary about a Portland Mavericks uh, and Bing Russell, Kurt Russell's father. Uh, uh, Frank told uh, told uh, Scooter Burke to check that out. I'm going to write that down. I, I love uh, sports movies like that. Uh, battered Bastards of Baseball. Uh, and Leo said, uh, the $15 beers at the, uh, at the stadium can go fly a kite, too. Yeah. Well, that's why you don't. That's why you don't drink the beers in the stadium. You maybe get one, just you know, but you go outside. Like so, where I'm at, right? I'm in uh, York, PA. Uh, So we're like 45 minutes north of Baltimore. So we get down to Baltimore, and that team is just fucking terrible right now. And it's not even my team. I'm an Oakland A's fan. But you go down outside. Good old Ricky Henderson made me a fan back then too, man. Hell yes, my favorite player of all time. Yeah, I have I have his, yes. I have his career in baseball cards. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> nice. No, but like outside of the or outside of uh, Camden Yards, and right next to that's uh, the Raven Stadium. But there's like a horseshoe of bars, and you go down there and you have a good time, and you just walk right across. But more importantly, you get some awesome food, man. Yeah, man. Best sandwich I ever had. Chicken uh, check. 
Wrigleyville, Wrigleyville's food and, and scene around Wrigleyville is a, is a special experience. I absolutely love. I, I I haven't been there for probably 10 years or so, and I probably won't go back. They, the, the whole new area has been redone around Wrigley, and it's uh it's supposed to be something special, but I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, yeah. Remember going, you used to go to Harry Carey's, uh, go to Harry Carey's beforehand and, and have a you know great burger or whatever. And yeah, yeah man, it used to be awesome. Haven't been in years. And, and here's the thing, right? As we're like reveling in this, like stuff that we enjoyed. God damn you. And I, I like, I swear a lot, but I don't like using the Lord's name in vain, but I mean this. Like, God damn you for taking this from us. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. It, I, I, listen, I, I bought the, the package for the Cubs. I, I, I've, t- I've talked about it. I can't stop watching. I love the Cubs more than almost as much as I love the Red Wings, but the Red Wings are just terrible right now. So th- yeah, those yeah. are my two. <laughs> if I just want to sit back and maybe, uh, you know, sip on a half and half tea and lemonade on a Saturday afternoon and just chill, there's nothing better than watching a Cubs game. And I, I just, I'll, I'm not going to let them destroy that for me. I'll just, if I have to, I'll turn down the commercial or whatever, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to let them take it away from me. Yeah. And you know what? And I, and I had this argument with Adel about uh, maybe three or four weeks ago. It's been a while. This this is actually the first show that I've been on for quite a while. Uh, but the last show that I was on with him, he just was essentially, fuck MLB, fuck whatever. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to, to your point, Abe, I'm not going to let them take this from me. Because, I mean, you got to live your life. You got to have some joy somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. even, even if it's popping in a movie where, you know, all the actors hate you or, you know, <laughs> X, Y, and Z. Uh, I agree with that, but I think that we need to be cognizant of how much money and how much we're feeding the beast. So if you're doing a little bit, you know, if you got your one thing and you're avoiding a whole bunch of other shit, that's probably good. But if you're full in, like going out, buying DVDs, going out to the movies, going out to the ball game, watching a football game, you know, buying all the sponsored bullshit, you know, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, you know, we, we, we need to start watching how we spend our dollars very carefully. Yeah. And if that means just eating fucking Raymond and drink drinking the, you know, knockoff store soda or whatever it is, you know, but we need to start hurting these people where it counts in their pockets. Agree. I completely agree with you. Dizzy, good stuff, man. Let me get to some more callers. I appreciate you big time. Uh, hey, d- t- do me a favor, Dizzy, this weekend. Just do nothing, all right? Find, find a time to just sit around and do nothing, bro. Yeah, and, be, and uh, before... And before you go real quick, Dizzy, I got something for you, brother. A little prodigy music there for you, brother. Hey, real quick, before I bounce out, can I tell you guys two jokes? It's become a uh, staple of WTPI when I leave. So <laughs> Make them quick, bro. <laughs> I realized today that I keep my matches in the same drawer as the fire extinguisher. <laughs> I'm going to go with good idea. Okay. 
And then my last one is uh, the fourth floor of my office building caught fire. So I opened the fire exit. It did not leave. <laughs> Blonde jokes from California. Thanks for that, Dizzy. <laughs> All right. Peace out. Henry. Much love, homie. <laughs> See you guys. Take care, Later, Dizzy. Brother. Love you, bro. Uh, good stuff. Uh, let me see here. 702. Let me get 702 in here. And um, Hopefully he doesn't quit his day job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I prefer laughing at my own jokes anyway. It's fun, funnier that way. <laughs> can you hear me now? 702. Can I get a name, please? It's Chris. What's up, Chris? How are you doing today? God bless you. How are you today? I'm doing good. Abe, I've got a burning question. Yes, sir. Why do you use the word Abe instead of Alan? Uh, okay, so par- partially we, uh, during the time when I was interacting with Anonymous, that, that same scumbag who I made fun of yesterday with Jim, um, I, was, uh, I was doing some things that I had to stay uh, incognito. I'll just put it that way. Um, and so we picked names like in around 2015 that were like uh, – conscience something or uh it was you are a, a conscience citizen um and so a bunch of us that were part of like the Rand paul slash independent uh republican wing that were trying to fight against getting trump elected actually because we thought he was going to be a rhino thank god he wasn't but a bunch of us uh, stuck together and kind of created a conscience something uh group of people that we basically researched together tackled uh far left uh liberals together and and lifted each other up in argument and in factual uh backing of the argument so we we that's kind of where it all came from that's cool now i i got one more thing i'd like to say what's that you said that you blamed trump for the vaccine the way he handled it uh, not necessarily blame well, him. I think he, I don't like the way that he handled it, but go ahead. Okay. So imagine if he was trying to cause division between pharmaceuticals and the deep state, and he's doing a dang good job of it. That is a very interesting thought that I had not pondered at all, and I will ponder some more. The idea that that maybe he's kind of pitting them against each other and then allowing those to the ones that fail to fail miserably, which we are seeing now. Uh, I think that is a very That's interesting right, because thought. The pharmaceut- I say the pharmaceuticals need the vaccines to be counted as working where the deep state wanted the COVID thing to go on and on. Hmm. That's a very, very, very interesting point that I had not thought of. Um, how else could have Trump handled it, right? I mean, if you're going to be, if you're going to criticize him for it, then what what else could he have done better? And I, I'll be honest with you, I don't have that answer. So maybe you're right. That is a, a not fair criticism of him. Yep. Here you go. Here's a giant pedestal, uh, a giant uh, virus all across the world. Here's your chance. Go get him. <laughs> all right. That's all I got to say. Thank you, Chris. That's a, that's a very point. important thought. I appreciate it very much. Absolutely great point. Bye. Is this is this also Kristen thirty three? No. Okay, no problem, Chris. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Good stuff. I love it. That's uh, <laughs> that's something I hadn't considered. Um, I mean, I'll say this: the the pandemic itself for me 
is planned and was created by, in fact, let me just do that right now. Uh, 603, can you stand by for one minute for me? Let me let me show you this article here. It is this one, the very next one, I think. Yeah, okay, so here it is right here. Let me, let me show you this. It, cons- just consider this in the equation, too. And again, I'm not I'm not saying necessarily this is Trump's fault. I'm just saying I didn't like the way he handled it. Uh, what to worry about the next pandemic spillover global has you covered? A research collaboration has evaluated hundreds of viruses based on human risk. They define what is out there in an effort grew out of a USAID sponsored program called Predict, which was part of a set of efforts focused on zoonotic diseases that can cross species barriers and infect humans. Collectively, the PREDICT project did a massive survey of animal viruses using over half a million individual samples taken from 75,000 animals. Out of that data, the project identified over 700 new viruses, including one that had never been seen in an animal, in an animal which was found. These are genome sequences that they put together uh, to find animal uh, viruses, style viruses. The, the PREDICT program was done by USAID, almost as if they are using this as a pandemic to plan for an actual pandemic that they think is actually coming in the next five years. This, I, this first of all, anyone who is interested in this topic, grab this article or search uh, astrotechnica.com is where you can find this. Um, and there's much more to this story. I'm, I'm just basically overviewing it. So if you put it into the, uh, into the guise of that, then it was the Pfizer's, it was the AstraZeneca's that, that backed the planning of a fake virus or a relatively uh, low, uh, de- low lethal virus planted that in order to get a vaccine, an emergency vaccine in place as, as fast as possible, almost as if it was a drill. That's what I think. So maybe you're right that 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 criticism towards President Trump, his hands were tied. It's really not fair. I would I will I will uh, give you that argument uh, as a really good argument. 603. Can I get a name for you, please? Hey, it's Kristen. Kristen, how are you? <laughs> hey, Kristen. How good. are you? Doing good. Can you guys hear me? OK, I'm, I'm testing out two devices. Got my systems up and running finally now that I got out of where I was. So yep. I just want to make sure y'all can hear me all right, because I finally, good. finally, five thank God. Five. All right, good. Five by five. All right, fantastic. Um, just got a couple of things that I'm going to get through, a couple of them really quick. Uh, first, I'm just going to adopt y'all as my brothers, Ooh. y'all being voluntold. <laughs> Much love, sis. <laughs> all right. And uh, Absolutely. real quick, I just I want to thank everybody in the chat, because everything I've been through in the past few months has just been hell. And now that I finally got out, I want to thank everybody out there for the support because it's been hard. But now I'm out and I'm happy and I love all of y'all out there. Glad to hear um, that. God bless you. We'll continue thing, to pray for you, Kristen. Yeah. Thank you. God bless all of y'all. And the next thing, um, you guys brought up uh, that um, that story about how um, a place was shut down for those vaccines. Um, and it, it's been a long, hard road for me to try and red pill my mom. Um, and it, it finally happened. Like my mom's always been kind of liberal, but not leftist. And she's down in Connecticut. And the sad thing is real quick, like a little, uh, um, TLDR, my youngest sister passed away about five years ago and left behind four kids. And she had three boys and a girl and the youngest boy, um, my, my youngest nephew from her, 
um, sadly has to be in a home because he has, he has a couple of issues, but, but he's a really good, really smart kid. Um, and down in Connecticut, even if you have a medical exception, they violate HIPAA laws. And I used to work for uh, Cigna. And in 2003, HIPAA was completely overhauled. And in Connecticut, they are 100% violating HIPAA. Um, and even with a medical exception, she still cannot go see him unless she gets a vaccine. So yesterday, she went and got the Pfizer version. And since Pfizer is in Connecticut, they're pushing that out really hard. Yep. And the Pfizer is supposed to be a one-shot deal. So she went and she got it. And I've been calling her every couple of hours to make sure she's okay. And today she's got, you know, her arm is sore. She's feeling a little under the weather. And she got a call today saying, hey, we need to schedule your booster. And she's like, what are you talking about booster? This is a one shot deal. And now she's taking her red pill dive. She's like, what do you mean booster? This is bullshit. This is supposed to be a one-shot deal. And I asked her, I'm like, well, did you call and make sure one shot is enough to see, you know, your grandson? She's like, yeah, that's it. She goes, but what are they talking about booster? So my mom has been calling me constantly like, what is this about? What do I, you know, not know? And I spent last year, you know, trying to tell her like, are your eyes open about everything? My mom just took the biggest red pill she's ever taken in her entire life. This is what just hit her. Interesting. So, like, right now, I'm I'm terrified that, you know, like, and, and it's sad because, you know, I wanted to go see my mom. Like, moving out, I'm supposed to go see a friend of mine, um, but now he's in quarantine because his son, who's not, has no symptoms, isn't even sick, but, you know, apparently came down with the Rona, um, and, but he has no symptoms. Um, he's quarantined for, like, 10 days. Um, but my mom is, is terrified now. She's regretting getting the shot, but she's a grandma. She's going to do anything she has to do to go see her grandson. Sure. But now she's scared and she doesn't know what to do. And at the same time, I have an 82 year old grandma who is like piss and vinegar living out in California. She's like, I'm not getting the shot. Let them come at me. I'll beat them with my walker. When the next time you talk to your mom, so, let us let us know what she says. Ask her if if when yeah. when the new COVID variant comes out in the fall, uh, will she uh, allow herself to get another uh, vaccine shot? Oh no, no. She um she spoke with the place where my my nephew was at, and they're like, nope, you got one shot, you're fine for us. But she's now she's scared. She's like she looked at me, or she she said to me because I t- I talked to her on Facetime. She she just looked at me. And she goes oh my God, did they put a chip in me or something? And that shocked me because I would never expect to hear that out of her. She's like, did they put like a Bill Gates chip in me? And that's the last thing I would expect to hear from her because last year we spent a good six months not talking to each other. She's always been anti-Trump. She hates him, this and that. And, you know, she said to me this morning, she's like, okay, yeah, I may not like Trump, but everything you said to me, I think it holds weight. And I bit my tongue. I didn't want to say I told you so. You know, I, you know, I bit my tongue. Um, but she's like, I'm, I'm now scared. What have they not? What have they not been telling us? I'm like, 
Do you really want to know? So interesting, Kristen. I you know said, how, how many of these yeah. red pill stories have you heard on just on Foxhole alone? Every show that I've been on, there's been oh, somebody yeah. that has a red pill story since the election. <laughs> yep. Oh, and, and not even just that. I mean, I've had a lot, a lot of people that um, I know God, that I've known for over 20 years who turn around and they just absolutely hated me. And now all of a sudden their eyes are open like, but wait. I thought they were going to do for us. I thought this and that and the other thing. And all of a sudden now they're angry going, I'm not getting what I was promised. It's like, you think? And it's really hard when it's family because I haven't, you know, I'm the oldest of three girls. And, you know, the youngest of us passed away, um, sadly, because of a deep state program um, five years ago. And you know, it's myself and the one after me and, and, and we haven't spoken for two years. And now she's starting to reach out to me going, Hey, I'm sorry. And, you know, I'm not one of those people that's, that's like, well, you threw me away. And it's no, it's, it's open arms. It's like, sometimes, you know, what's that term? You have to see it. You know what I mean? So a lot of people, it's like, yeah, exactly. See for themselves. And a lot of people are reaching out going, I'm sorry. It's like, it's okay. I get it. What made you see? So, and it's the hardest when it's your own family, you know, and it's, it's even harder when what makes them see is something that has been done to them and now they're sick or it's, it's irreparable damage. Yeah. And I know it myself because back in 2010, just a few months after I had my stroke, um, I got a tetanus shot. I had no idea everything that was in it. And because of what was in it, I will never walk properly again for the rest of my life. And you think that they would look at what happened to me and it would click, but they didn't care. And now they're going, oh, my God, I believe what happened to you. Hmm. And it's only because of something that has now happened to them. Yeah. You know, was, and it's hard. And now I'm sitting yeah. here calling my mom every couple of hours, making sure she's okay. I relate with that uh, you know, story. It's scary. I relate with that story very much. J- poor Janie, uh, s- uh, 7660, wish my husband would wake up. I mean, that, that's got to be tough. I mean, I guess she just... You know, love conquers all. So I guess you you just can't let it get into yeah. the way of close relationships. And I think if we all uh, take a step towards that, with the, you know, humanity has been in a better place no matter what, right? Yeah, we also have to understand that everybody, uh, you know, like Kristen said, you know, everybody wakes up differently or you have to show them mm-hmm. differently or everybody wakes up differently. And that's one of the things that, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard for some of us to, to be like, wow, you just now waking up, you know, but if that's what it takes and now she's starting mm-hmm. to finally call you and you guys are starting to talk, that's all we can really do is try yeah. to mend uh, the relationships that have been strained. And I think, you know, that's a very important message right now amongst, I see other comments out there in chat and stuff of people who, you know, are having a hard time with that as well. It's, it's super important to understand that everybody wakes up differently. Everybody wakes up at a different time uh, frame or a timeline And we, you know, regardless, we need to constantly pray for them and constantly make sure that they understand that. Yeah. I mean, we might not agree, but we're still here, you know, and, and that's awesome that you're able to now get calls every couple of hours. Uh, Somebody had mentioned collodial, collodial silver. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Collodial silver. There's, I've, I've looked into it a little bit. There's a lot of both sides of the research on that, but um, so do your research before you do anything like that. Kristen, thank you very much for the, your thoughts on the call today. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Much love. Appreciate it, Kristen. Right. Bye-bye. 
All right, good stuff. Damn, Texan, I was just getting ready to bring you in. Sorry about that, making you wait there, Texan. He probably had a, he probably had to run uh, because of the coverage that he was in. So I missed Texan. I wanted to hear from him. Darn it. Thank you. Uh, sorry about that, Texan, for making you wait. 727, can you do me a favor and unmute your phone and let me know uh, who who this? Uh, some great comments over there on Twitch. You guys are having a great conversation. Appreciate you guys over there. Uh, Glenn says, oh, 727, can I get a name for you, please? Yeah, my name's Sean, brother. Sean, what's up, bro? Uh, yeah, I talked to you guys a little while back. I was I was a little bit more drunk the last time I called. <laughs> That's and, not a bad thing. I, I, just, I just wanted to apologize. You threw me a shout-out today, man, so I had to call into you. I am SPS 74. Oh, what's good, brother? How you been, I am man? over there. You doing I, all right? I am over there. Uh you know, all right is not a word that we can use right now. Yeah, I hear you. This isn't times to talk about all right, okay? This is times to talk about hope. And that little group over there, man, your, your people just loved on me, man. Your community, your your inspiration, the people that you inspire that have common thoughts, Right? And I, I just want to tell a quick story, right? After World War One, and I apologize, I cut you off the last time. When you talk, I will listen this time. You're good. Go ahead, After bro. After World War Two, right? Right. Uh, Catherine the Great. She she was she was confronted with a problem, a great problem. All the men and women of her country had been killed trying to fight this shit. There's a bunch of kids left. And in her infinite love and compassion, she said, I'm going to save the children of Russia. I'm going to build the biggest orphanage ever. Right? And she did. And she brought all the orphans of Russia there. And it was awesome, dude. I mean, what kind of an immaculate gesture could could you want? Saving the fucking kids, dude. Yeah. Saving the kids. So so she brought all these kids there, right? And all of a sudden, all these healthy kids start checking out. And I don't mean like, uh, got a fever. I mean dead. Kids start dying. Wow. And they realize this bizarre phenomenon, right? The sick kids are doing just fine. But the healthy kids are dying. And they're like, what? What the? F-? Sorry. Damn show. No, you're good. That's, okay. What the hell, man? Hmm. The, the healthy kids are checking out. And the sick kids are... And, and then they realize, they, they realize this, I mean, this epiphany is born right here. And this is why I pointed this. Right? The sick kids had nurses that tended to them. It wasn't a mother or a father, but it was a human being that picked them up and held them to their, their chest, birthed them, comforted them. They, they got some love. And, and all the medicine and all the food and all the stone and steel and glass that they could put in this place couldn't keep these children alive. Nothing that the man could do could keep them alive. 
except for one thing. That, that, that act of duty or whatever it may be called by whatever nurse or bedmate or doctor, they touched these children. And this epiphany was born that in the absence of love, life dies. And right now, they want you to leave your grandma alone in a nursing home. You called me passionate before, man. It's, it's beyond passionate. I'm tore the fuck up. Excuse me, sorry, children, people. I'm tore the hell up. I don't like this. You keep looking at symptoms. I talked about this a different way last time. You keep talking about symptoms. And the heart of the matter is those in which you love. I mean, the greatest stories you've ever read were people doing phenomenal things just for something that they loved. To hold it one more time in their arms. To see its eyes one more time. To kiss it one more time. Like little punk ass, whatever the hells we've all become. We're like, oh, it's okay, I'm gonna leave grandma in a nursing home. It's okay, I won't see you. I remember my mom was scared to death when I, she had things, she was like, I don't know if I can hug you or not. And I said, mom, you're my mom, you should always hug me. No matter what the fear, I will hold your hand till they last breath. And let's focus right here for a minute. Your chat reminded me of this, man. Your, your chat over there on Twitch, they reminded me of this. We're looking at all these things. We're talking about things we call legalities. I talked about this before. It's, it's, it's drawn from presidents. Presidents? What, what do you want to call it? Standing? Stand on this, guys. Without the love of your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, you're dead already. What are we fighting for? I love it, dude. Thank you. I don't even want to add or subtract anything from it. I just want to leave it there. Thank you, Sean. Hey, hey man. I got to tell you guys something. I got one minute, bro. Please you. hurry. I, 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 I am. I, I just got to tell you something. I should know. Roger that. The, the only thing, the only thing that has survived me has been the love of my brother, right? And you guys are brothers, and I love that you're here, and I love that you remind me of that. I love that you're part of our show, bro, and I hope you continue to call back again. I appreciate your words very kindly. I appreciate you guys very kindly, too. You have a good one. God bless you, Sean. Thank you for calling today. Uh, chat loves you, bro. You too. Much love, Sean. Appreciate it, brother. Good night, guys. I love you guys. God bless you, bro. C- call me, call back and let me know how you're doing. Oh, dang it. Poor, poor Mojo. Mojo, I'm sorry. I Look, I, I can get to the calls as fast as I can get them, and, and I take them in order. So don't – I'm not so I, – I don't. I didn't, like, see your number and was like, ah, screw that. I don't want to talk to Mojo. I really did want to talk to Mojo, just like I wanted to talk to the Texan, but he got busy, and he's back for a quick comment before we close the show down. Texan, the floor is yours, bro. Oh, actually, I have to. I have to wait until your mic gets connected. For some reason, it didn't connect. Mojo, sorry about that. Oh, there we go. Uh, let's see. There you go, Texan. What's up, brother? Hey guys, what's happening, man? I'm having signal issues today. 
Roger that. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. Hey, uh, I wanted to uh, touch on something that you were talking about earlier about India and China. You know, a lot of people might not know this, but, uh, you know, China is a nuclear country. They got the bomb, man. And they are some badasses, dude. Uh, I mean, India. Yeah, India, they're bad son of a bitches. And if y'all remember, it wasn't too long ago, a couple years ago, I guess, that uh, they had a standoff with China on the border there. And they, they wiped out a bunch of their damn Chinese soldiers. You remember that? 50 of them overnight with the quickness. And, and China withdrew the next day. You're absolutely right. India's military is very powerful. They are badasses, man. You look through their history, they, they're, they're fucking warriors. And uh, wh- where did Trump go? Remember, he went to he went to India and met with him. Remember the reception that he got over there? Yeah, it was the most unbelievable. Actually, it looked like doctored show I've ever seen. But but nonetheless, he got the quite the welcome with uh, with Prime Minister Modi for sure. Yeah, I mean the media wants to play up that you know, hey, China's going to push India around and bully India around and cut their electricity, black them out. Yeah, right. Go go ahead. Go ahead, you dumbasses. China knows better than to really, really push India's buttons, man. So a lot of people, you know, we, we just don't know that over here. Don't pay attention because the media doesn't really report on the strength of India, but they report on how strong China is and how good China is. Yeah, bullshit. But, yeah, I, you were talking about that earlier, man. I just wanted to make that point and throw that out there. And I know you're running low on time about to end the show. I want to tell you something, man. I got something really cool and really special coming up next week. I've been working on something. I think you're really going to like it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. And, uh, I'm only saying it because it's almost complete and, uh, something I've been working on. So anyway, give you something to look forward to and think about, man, this is going to be cool. You're really going to like it, dude. Sweet, man. Looking forward to from here from you. Everything else been all right, uh, at home and abroad there on the road. Oh yeah. Everything's fine, man. We're just (laughs) fixing to start on this house next week too. You know, getting the plumbing done. And they got to tear the whole damn ceiling out, dude. And then once they do that, the plumbers don't fix that. Then I've got to come back and fix that myself. And then we got to start on the roof. So the next couple months, I'm going to be, I'm going to have to come to work to get some rest, basically. You know? Man, make sure you rent one of those uh, uh, ceiling uh, extenders for drywall. Trust me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm too old to be doing that, that yeah. kind of crap man, on a ladder and stuff anymore. Those yeah, are, you that's the great. handiest thing ever freaking made, dude. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I just got a lot going on there, dude. And, you know, it's spring in Texas. We got storms rolling in one after another. So, you know, hey, it is what it is, man. But, uh, yeah. Springtime right. in Texas. Got to love it. Springtime in Texas. Hey, you don't sleep naked in spring in Texas, let me tell you. Just in case you got to run somewhere fast. (laughs) You damn straight. You go heading out the door running from a tornado. You better have some clothes on, man. (laughs) Appreciate the call, Tex, and you take care, brother. Be safe out there. All right, guys. I'll see y'all down the road. God bless you, bro. Sorry about the wait to you and everyone else out there. Hey, it just just goes as quick as I can get them, and I want to get everyone's voice in there. So I apologize for that. Joe, last thoughts before we wrap it up for today in another fly-by two-hour show. And thank you, Miguel, California, for the kind words out there, bro. Appreciate you very much. Looking forward to seeing you, what, a week and a half, two weeks? Yeah, man. Yeah, just been another, uh, like you said, just flew by two hours. I know we covered a ton of stuff. Uh, There's probably a couple more things that we could have covered, but I just want to say thanks and much love to everybody out there in chat and Foxhole 
and uh, D-Live and all over the place. I really appreciate everyone being here. Much love. Y'all have a good day. See you tomorrow. Oh, uh, don't forget, Due Diligence is going to be w- uh, with us here tomorrow. Yes, we kick off Foxhole Fridays. Every Friday from the next couple months is already booked with uh, great patriots from the foxhole.app. So stand by for that. The last three news blitz stories, U.S. Navy sends a warship to Taiwan as China sends 15 warplanes flying over Taiwan. Georgia Secretary of State refers three counties for investigation for violating absentee ballot regulations. Joe covered the one in Pennsylvania. Uh, lawsuit forces uh, dead people off the voter rolls. Go friggin' frigger. Um, breaking news, The or actually not breaking anymore, but the group uh, threatening Arizona auditors is directly connect- connected to Obama, Soros, China, and the Biden's DOJ. Go friggin' figure. A great article in the National Post, Unearth emails place Hunter Biden at the West Wing meeting with Biden and the Burisma Board of... of uh, <laughs> directors go friggin figure unbelievable yeah and finally steven miller who is somebody who i have a ton of respect for well he's decided to do his own lawfare fagging you guys want to play let's play some lawfare steven miller is going to fight for us at the legal level and that is great news for us and for america with that i want to say much love god bless you all thank you all for joining us here today on the brothers uncensored channel we'll be back tomorrow and don't miss it man tomorrow's gonna be a great show with due diligence kicking off foxhole fridays god bless you all much love treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.